welcome everyone to the brand new episode of uh, gyan from the pelwan uh, one of our series of fintech ki baat dil se uh, today we have with us uh, charant and asif uh, charant is one of the co-founders of uh, riskavery while asif leads the tech side of riskavery uh, so uh, why don't you guys give a quick introduction about yourself charant starting from you Okay, so hi Sagrika, hi Shreyas. Thanks so much for having us uh, over, guys. Um, Thank you. So definitely, uh, uh, will be fair amount of gyan. So I don't know about the pehlwan bit, but we'll you know bear with us during uh, as we kind of go through it. So for a quick introduction, uh, one of the co-founders of Discovery. Um, you know, Discovery is an uh, what the, the simplest way to think about us is an insurance in a box uh, where we bring. everything required for uh, insurance distribution to scale uh, for our distribution partners um, the insurance in a box constitutes uh, the technology which is a combination of um, the product apis as well as the saas technology to manage multiple carriers multiple insurance products and multiple distribution channels all seamlessly in a single backend Uh, along with the insurance product itself uh, and then the compliance license uh, kind of rolled into one offered as the platform for anybody who wants to do uh, insurance um, uh, at scale um, so we connect the dots between large scale distributors and the uh, the supply side or the manufacturer side of the of the insurance industry uh, by being that one stop shop for any enterprise company to offer insurance to their end users whether the end users they consider their own employees or their own uh, end customers so um, that's a little bit about discovery um over to asif for his introduction anything to add thank you sir um uh, so uh, my name is asif i uh, of the technology uh, piece at discovery uh, so what we are uh, uh, addition to what strength explained about what discovery is like what we are building is insurance as a platform to all uh, all of our customers here right so uh, this uh, in stuff like insurance as a solution this is uh, becoming a platform uh, by itself like where different parts uh, of the ecosystem are able to different able to use the different parts of this platform uh, as they choose right some of them are going to consume our apis uh, for the uh, distribution uh, some of them are going to consume our uh, uh, lead management system uh, for managing their leads uh, the insurers uh, Uh, there are information directly sent to the insurer uh, to get the uh, get them like visibility of how the uh, transactions are happening. So uh, there are multiple pieces put together. This becomes like a platform of insurance where uh, different uh, customers, depending on what they need, like they configure this particular platform and use it to their uh, particular needs. So that's uh, what, in a nutshell, about discovery from a technology point of view. Thanks, Charan. Thank, thank you, Asif. Uh, so very interestingly, I am here in Himachal, and uh, like we're running a boot camp out here, and. Uh, one of the insurance uh, players named webishore so we had ravinder here in himachal as well um, he he was at our place just yesterday he was like yaar koi insurance ki baat hi nahi karta aap aap bnpl pe gaye ja rahe ho lending pe gaye ja rahe ho insurance koi samajhta nahi hai baat nahi karta right so we were like uh, no we are having a podcast and i'm i'm really excited about uh, oh, what we have in front of us so shreyas if you'd like to um, have the first question 
Yeah, so before we start with the set topic of today, I just wanted to you know take a step back and uh, Chirant uh, know from you what was the thought process that went into you uh, you know starting up with Discovery. मतलब what led you to uh, the thought process कि यार ये insurance की जो चीज़ है ये digitize करना पड़ेगा like there is a main problem here that we can solve. Like what was the thought process that led you there? Yeah. So, uh, and uh, you know, uh, if you had probably asked this question about a year ago, you probably would have got a different answer. And in hindsight, everything is 2020. Uh, our genesis of how we started and sort of where we are uh, slightly different. Uh, how we started was, hey, how can we build some amazing software for this slow-moving giant of a space uh, where there is no real. Uh, one global winner, right? In Chortech, so you know, it started off with that kind of thesis, and we kind of experimented along the way uh, on the different sides. But very, very clearly, we knew that the, our strength is on the distribution side, uh, and we want to build sort of you know tech for, for, for there. Over a period of time, we realized that um, the the gap in the market was really uh, enterprise adoption, right? So. we thought that there are two ways of scaling an insurance distribution business uh, or insurtech business on the distribution side one is you become a brand like say a policy bazaar or uh, you become the force behind the brand which is infrastructure so the team's dna uh, all five of us on the leadership side uh, suvendu saurabh who come from the industry have multiple years of experience working between themselves uh, across the insurance companies um, and uh, you know uh, doing a lot of innovation work from an insurance company perspective to sort of vidya and i who come from outside the industry Uh, looking at it from uh, a fresh pair of lens and thinking about how can we imagine discovery and asif to come and help connect the dots uh, with his technology expertise right so uh, when we kind of started coming together we realized that um, look there is this uh, the the entire space uh, looks to us from an outside uh, three layers right there is the underwriting layer which is made up of the insurance companies and there's a top layer which is experience layer which can be pretty much anyone anybody can should offer uh, you know should be able to offer uh, insurance because right. by definition we believe in a future that insurance should be made just as simple as um, you know uh, payments uh, for enterprise adoption and anybody should be able to offer insurance from an experience perspective uh, and sandwich right between the two is the infrastructure layer which connects the dots between underwriting and experience and uh, that's where discovery operates right so um uh, we are essentially an insurance infrastructure platform which brings as i mentioned earlier as well every component uh, or every building block required for any distribution company whether it is a bank or some you know or a fintech or a broker or a wealth manager um you know uh, which typically tend to have uh, intermediary licenses to all the new to insurance distribution as well the the health techs the edu techs the uh, supply chain techs any sort of any any company that wants has a large consumer footprint uh, to be to able to offer insurance the two most so insurance is a push service and it's very price sensitive so that means that you need to have volume right so as long as you have consumer scale and you build consumer trust we think that you don't need to be a brand here we can be the force behind the brand and enable the brand to you know do end to end distribution in whichever manner they think behaves their uh, end user uh, base the best so um, from that perspective we have taken a lot of inspiration from say payment banks uh, sorry uh, payment processors or payment gateways who are essentially one stop shops for uh, accepting digital payments right for large mm-hmm. 
medium enterprise alike. Um, the thesis is that, uh, hey, if you don't need to build your own payment gateway uh, to start accepting digital payments, and you can just partner up with a, a payment gateway or a processor uh, for, you know, as an enterprise, why do you need to do that? any differently on the insurance distribution side. So think of it almost like an insurance gateway uh, and not in terms of the, the product itself, uh, obviously payments and uh, some credit and all, so some of these, uh, you know, um, financial services are more pull-based financial services relative to insurance, which is more push-based. Uh, so there are multiple sort of nuances of it, but from an enterprise adoption perspective, why can't we make it just as simple? So that has what is the question that continues to stay with with us on the back of which uh, Asif and the team are writing some amazing industry first software to be able to uh, digitize trust the way we see it um, one API at a time. Superb. More than uh, interested to know about that when you are willing to talk about it. Uh, having said that, uh, moving on to you know uh, essentially aligning with the industry players. Um, in this insurance industry legacy, uh, insurance industry players have been infamous for their uh, slow movements and you know uh, long tax. So, how difficult or easy was it for you to you know align with majority of them and you know to digitize the APIs and bring it into your platform? And how did you deal with that? Asif, if you want to take that, uh, yeah, sure. sure. So, yeah, you are right, Shreyas. Uh, when you say like insurance company has not been. Uh, uh, up to speed uh, with uh, the technology and the advancements elsewhere, right? Especially mm-hmm. the fintech side, where the uh, rest of the segment has been like way ahead. Uh, so this uh, multiple reasons, like uh, one, uh, it's a heavily regulated space. Okay? So uh, there is a limited amount of flexibility that the uh, insurance companies and the distributors have uh, to move fast here, right? But then uh, uh, the insurance companies also like, uh, like setting up in a legacy fashion. So they have not been super super speed in terms of catching up with this. But uh, what I can say here is like uh, we are at the right time, right? Where uh, we are seeing improvements in both the angles. Right? So the insurance companies has been like uh, uh, starting to move quickly uh, on uh, moving to digitization, newer way of distribution, etc. And uh, this is also backed by uh, the regulator being like more uh, like cooperative in this sense, right? I mean, they, they are also willing to experiment. There has been like sandboxes and initiatives like that has been like pretty uh, uh, core uh, to like uh, the advancement in this space. So, uh, so there are definitely movements. <laughs> So there are definitely uh, things happening uh, much better than what it used to be like, say, a year or two back. Uh, but uh, there, there is still a lag, right? Uh, if you look at the legacy players, they are still in a catch-up game. Uh, but they are they are uh, moving in that direction, right? So uh, this is where uh, the platform like ours, the efficiency, uh, the platform like, like ours brings in into the whole ecosystem becomes like so key. Right. So here, uh, we are in a way we are also forcing this uh, industry to uh, think digital, move quickly into newer uh, ways of uh, reaching customers, etc. So, uh, so this, uh, so we, so if you ask me, like we are actually driving some of these things as we speak, right? So that's that's a very positive uh, space for us to be, right? So, uh, 
the, we, uh, as a platform, we are actually pushing uh, convenience uh, over uh, this regulation, right? But uh, we have to be like compliance with the regulation at the same time. But uh, there are like uh, things that we are bringing in, like the AI-driven uh, decisions, right? The uh, targeting by looking at the data, right? And uh, even like uh, see like uh, the most one of the biggest pain point is like going through the proposal form for any customer. Right. Uh, so for a, a typical uh, life insurance product, uh, if you go and look at that, you will see like more than 100 questions to be answered by just one customer. Um, in, a, in a new age uh, world, right? I mean, so you know, like how hard it is for anyone to sit and like go through that whole questionnaire. But then there are like ways you can uh, connect to multiple sources where you can get a lot of information, uh, uh, bring in and like uh, make your experiences uh, much more slicker thing right and there are ways like you can have ekyc's uh, done in like uh, with a single otp you are able to get a lot of, a lot of information about the customer and uh, so all, all those things are getting experimented uh, about the uh, the insurance uh, api layer right so uh, the key thing that drives this uh, is definitely the api right where uh, the insurance companies have started moving into an API-based distribution and platform like ours are able to build cool solutions uh, using those APIs and augmenting other capabilities that uh, uh, with the technology pieces that uh, we have built uh, uh, on top of that. Right. Right. I'd like to interrupt you here, I'm so sorry. Uh, when you spoke about uh, integrating with the insurance companies using APIs, uh, when you first approached these insurance companies, did they already have their APIs open or uh, did you have to you know, convince them that you your API layer and then we can integrate and we can do this or you had to build your own connectors and figure out how to uh, interface with their legacy database? So they, uh, I mean, uh, in the recent times, they have uh, built the APIs, as, uh, most of them for sure, right? Some of them are still, but like whoever hasn't built the API, they are definitely building it right now. Right? But the capability of the, those APIs are not at par uh, with the APIs that you see on the other uh, uh, financial uh, segments that you see, right? That we are actually pushing them uh, to get more and more capability embedded into their APIs so that we are able to build platforms uh, about that. Thanks, Aswa. I think very interesting point there about um, the whole APIization and how the industry is slowly developing towards the movement. I uh, wanted to understand from you on uh, what role will the APIification play in uh, insurance penetration? I mean, uh, how, how, how will that give uh, rise to new business models uh, since you, you guys are the first movers in the whole insurance API process? So a little bit on that side. So API is is the key uh, for that uh, the uh, reaching to the new segment of customers everything right so the insurance uh, companies being like the they the way they distribute and they they have certain channels that they operate through so that uh, is managed pretty well right but the newer segment of customers newer ways of distribution uh, is completely uh, rolled on top of the API infrastructure uh, that uh, is enabling this uh, capability right now uh, there has been a lot of uh, talk about the embedded insurance it's like now uh, insurance is getting embedded into multiple places so if you buy an uh, buy a tv for example so you're also getting many times a protection along with it by uh, like just ticking a, a button 
if you are buying through an amazon or a flipkart or even like just signing a small piece of paper when you are buying from a retailer so uh, how do we enable this right this is actually uh, uh, enabled purely by an api infrastructure so whenever uh, one person clicks on that the whole uh, platform is that uh, for example discovery build right that it's getting uh, triggered and uh, op- uh, then in real time basis we are collecting information passing over to the insurance company and generates that cover uh, like and the certificate of insurance uh, collect further information if required right so the whole uh, uh, behind the scene process happens in the back of uh, back of api right so the apiification is if you ask me the single the biggest uh, piece that enables the whole uh, 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 distribution uh, innovation uh, on insurances as we speak perfect thanks uh, so while you were mentioning embedded finance i think uh, just before the podcast when uh, shreyas and i were discussing about the topic we came across something really uh, i mean that was very curious uh, part of us that was uh, kind of exploring that so when we talk about embedded finance what i see is that when i book a uh, maybe an ola ride or something like that uh, all i need to do is just one click and i get an insurance for the ride right um are we kind of decreasing the acknowledgement about the whole insurance as a product since it's going all behind the scenes and there's already no awareness in the market but it's uh, going behind the scenes so how do we see maybe 5 10 years down the line uh, as embedded insurance uh, as a product So I'll start uh, answering the, the the technology part of that, and then hand it over to Chiran. If that's okay, Chiran. Please, 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 absolutely. So uh, you rightly said that. Right? So uh, there is uh, when you book an all-a rate, uh, you are getting covered by that. There is uh, definitely a consent element and everything happening when you book the ride. You are getting that uh, 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 consent taken care of. So the regulation regulation is definitely taken care of. There is no question mm-hmm. about. right but by the same time uh, like i said earlier the irda is also um, uh, moving forward in this like where uh, they allow us to experiment with certain uh, uh, certain way of distribution etc so that that's happening in the back right uh, so the word embedded itself uh, means to me something exactly that right so you you are not uh, taking insurance as a separate item like so the, whatever that you are buying or whatever experience that you are having that uh, the insurance also gets bundled along with that right? it's just a just a part of what you take right it's like a, it's like uh, it's like a mouse when you buy a computer it's just a part and you're buying it together right and uh, the whole infrastructure enables us to be like that uh, uh, by uh, not having to go through a different uh, experience to buy insurance uh, which iran if you can add on to that and yeah, no very complimentary thoughts you know see in fact we think it's the opposite if at all um embedded insurance is going to make a fundamental shift uh, it is going to from a consumer behavior perspective it is going to be for the positive for to increase awareness um of uh, of insurance because look it is not to do insurance without consent so actually you know what let's take a step back on and try and understand what is embedded insurance right uh, yeah. and building on what asif mentioned so embedded insurance is optional or mandatory attachment of insurance against a core product or service so the customer is buying the core product and service the insurance comes as a tag along with it right but mm-hmm. together they make it complete i think asif's uh, you know computer and mouse uh, kind of an example was 
uh, was right um, you know right on the money uh, it's 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 that experience of insurance coming on the back of some other purchase which is so seamless is why it feels like the entire insurance purchase journey was embedded as part of the overall process right so uh, that's uh, embedded and there are three distinct use cases of embedded insurance one is an opt in insurance uh, use case or embedded insurance use case where um say for an example you are on one of the travel aggregator sites and uh, you buy a flight uh, insurance or a trip insurance on the back of purchasing a flight ticket right you opt in as a customer second is an opt out uh, for example say um at the point of buying uh, a new car at the car dealership you are you get your first year's kind of premium attached as part of the invoice right and then you can opt out of it and get an insurance product for it uh, for your car uh, outside of it so that's opt out right third is uh, completely invisible uh, where insurance uh, typically you don't need consumer consent to tag along insurance uh, as part of it, of all the purchase um, so uh, typically it is done for non monetary reasons uh, so where for either for uh, increasing brand awareness value add service brand loyalty lnr loyalty and rewards kind of use cases insurance gets tagged along with some other purchase uh, you know invisibly uh, but gets covered regardless for instance um, you know you get a multiple insurance product from the back of say a credit card or debit card right so uh, you don't necessarily as a consumer go and opt in or opt out it is just there if you want to kind of use it so those kind of uh, so the embedded means all three right um embedded we feel fundamentally is uh, is very exciting overall we are all in on embedded uh, and uh, it is something that we fundamentally think can help with the overall market penetration and size of it because at the end of the day um you know if you can't sell a big shampoo bottle you start selling sachets right so it is sachetizing that entire uh, overall experience of uh, buying insurance which frankly speaking nobody gets excited about so when was the last time you got excited about buying insurance uh, nobody right none uh, it, for none. To, to cover a uh, you know a risk management product is typically a bad consumer experience in the sense that it is not something that the consumer looks forward to but nevertheless it is very need based it's extremely nobody wants insurance but everybody needs it right so to be able to go from say um, a want based journey to a need based journey how do you do that you do that when on on the back of uh, making it completely uh, the entire experience completely symbiotic completely uh, flexible and um, you know uh, with great consumer experience on the front end while uh, doing whatever it needs to do as part of overall risk mitigation and underwriting sort of capability on the back end right so that's our uh, understanding of uh, you know uh, embedded insurance and look uh, it has been called by multiple names in the past as well for instance uh, on the bank assurance side on the bank side chances are that even 15 20 years ago if you got a home loan from, from a bank you got a home insurance product on the back of it right so this has been happening for you know credit linked insurance has been happening for you know uh, decades now right so and there's nothing sort of uh, you know it was called you know affinity group solutions and so on and so forth but uh, the thesis or the 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 primary motivation remains the same to be able to make the insurance purchase journey so simple and so contextual uh, that it becomes uh, a part of the overall uh, purchase process um, as simple as possible so i hope that helps answer the question
Definitely, that was uh, really insightful, Shreyan. Thanks for that. Uh, having spoken of embedded insurance and uh, satiation and APFication, uh, the question that comes to me is, how do you think this specific APFication and satiation actually help in penetration in the rural market uh, when you look at it from a financial inclusion perspective? Because as of now, we are still trying to get them to digitize their cash flows and you know disburse loans and get the right kind of data. So. How will this entire uh, moving forward in the technology from an insurance perspective help us uh, essentially penetrate into the rural market and get them the right kind of uh, health insurances or life insurances that they need? Because even in COVID times, I think awareness about any uh, necessity of the insurance scheme must have increased in those areas, but still they wouldn't know how to you know get those insurances. कि ये जो BC वाला बंदा बैठता है business correspondent जिसके पास जाके करना है I don't think they still understand that. So, how do you think this will play a role in it? And how will recovery at a large play a role in that? Yeah, I'll just start off with an uh, explanation, a little bit of a use case, and uh, request us to come in and uh, you know help us go deeper on the technology side behind it as well. So, uh, insurance for Bharat and sort of our rural markets is extremely important because. um you know it is we are a very underpenetrated country overall right as far as insurance is concerned we for the second most populous country in the world we are only 2% of the global insurance market size but we are going at five times the overall growth rate of the rest you know of the global insurance um we are two you know uh, 2x uh, we are going two times the overall even more uh, now of the india's uh, gdp um and uh, you know uh, so you got to if you believe in insurance uh, sorry you believe in india you believe you got to believe in insurance in india right and uh, and in india is uh, there are you know, multiple uh, ways to segment but uh, the the segment that kind of uh, you know resonates very well with us is uh, you know from from folks at sort of high spirit who kind of came in and segmented into multiple uh, segment right? india one india two india three India two and India three especially is super underpenetrated for for insurance, right? Because the the reasons is because from access to affordability to um, you know really uh, you know uh, being able to differentiate between kind of products, um, you know its education, so many things, right? And um, and uh, that is where sort of technology can be best used. Uh, so uh, API at the center of it, and as of to earlier's point. um the in the the heart of any insurtech is the api right so the api uh, at the end of the day are is a tunnel or a wire or a pipe or a rail uh, you know whichever way you kind of see it between two different endpoints on the internet to communicate with each other right for data to flow between two two different endpoints and when you right. kind of uh, leverage that over and over and into different sort of distribution channels and making the front end experience very simple what are essentially helping to do is for bharat markets to communicate with the insurance industry and vice versa at scale uh, in a language in a at in pretty much in uh, sort of in with uh, real time sort of uh, capabilities right which uh, typically is very you know different experience for insurance insurance used to be this heavy experience uh, where um, you know agent came and sold a particular product 
a lot of data exchange lot of sort of information requested it takes days to kind of compile that you know go back to the underwriter come back sort of you know uh, revise all of that to get a pricing itself it could have taken days now it's a matter of microseconds right so with a right api call the um if it, that is, i mean that is the, the the beauty of apis that at the end of the day it is helping to standardize this particular entire value chain this entire industry's value chain um, by making the, the communication uh, language and the protocol as uh, simple and standard as possible so if you look at the large the value chain itself there is three prong value chain right there is the consumption side or consumer where people like when i said the intermediary side or the distribution side and then there's the underwriting or the supply side mm-hmm. so um we've done some back of the envelope math and uh, figured that there are more or less about 10 lakh different unique permutations that happen so for example i am uh i bank with say one private bank that private bank has has an rm the rm uh, sells it sells a health insurance product with an assisted model from within a branch to me um and uh, uh, and usually a bank tends to have a corporate agency license and it ties up with about nine different insurance companies in the back end right so this is the this is this particular flow that i mentioned assisted sale for one health insurance product being sold to a customer in a, with with a with a digital or digital kind of a model from one insurance company in the back end is one permutation like this there are about 10 lakh permutations in india give or take right you know it's very sort of you know high level proprietary uh, kind of estimates uh, so we could be uh, you know it will get more richer and granular as sort of the thesis emerges but these are 10 lakh different variations or permutations in india we are trying to standardize with one api one api call similar to how say a stripe did it, right so how so stripe got the entire payment infrastructure down to say a few lines of code and the value proposition really was you take this you know drop ship these lines of code and essentially your payments ready right uh, why can't we do that for insurance so that is the journey that we are on and asif and team have been building some amazing tech to kind of uh, you know um, uh, to discover our own journey there over to asif if he wants to add anything Uh, uh yeah so chiran you covered it uh, pretty well uh, so like couple of uh, more points that i could add here so traditionally like the way we are looking at uh, the insurance has is changing a lot nowadays right so earlier we were looking at an insurance agent coming with, coming up with a lot of paper to you and like trying to fill a form and getting a signature or like if you go to an online model you are talking about a compare comparison by you send your requirements and you get like uh, 10 15 different quotes coming on your screen right so uh, all of that getting shifted right so that is not suited for like a, a rural uh, village uh, in, in remote parts right so here uh, so a lot of uh, the way the insurance distribution is getting is like we, a lot of saturation is happening right so things are becoming very micro uh, small which is easily consumable very uh, small price right some insurance are sub 100 rupees range a lot of them right uh, giving you like a micro cover which is very uh, very essential for you right the hospital cash has been like one of the major use case in such cases for uh, like about 200 300 rupees you are getting your entire uh, hospitalization covered uh, right uh, for for a fixed amount etc so uh, that has been one of uh, so these kind of products are getting experimented on uh, on rural parts right uh, and uh, 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 not just that so there is uh, the way uh, let's see. <laughs> uh so uh so 
I'm sorry, sir. I just missed that part. That's okay. Not an issue. Yeah, I can just. Uh, yeah, that can be taken care of in editing. No worries about it. Right, right. Yeah. So, uh, what I was trying to say is like, so there is a lot of product creation is happening uh, along along the lines of hospital cash and very uh, smaller uh, micro products, uh, and uh, the distribution is also getting very very thin. Right. The, uh, it could be your uh, neighborhood, or like grocery shop, or selling insurances. Right. So when you go there, I mean, you you are getting a small kiosk where uh, just by uh, putting your uh, Aadhaar ka Aadhaar number and like your fingerprint on it, mm. and by paying a small amount uh, at the counter, you are getting covered. So this, uh, those kind of like very uh, interesting uh, use cases in terms of creating products and uh, the uh, the distribution of insurance, both are getting experimented a lot, which is very uh, uh, very useful uh, to penetrate into the rural uh, market. Definitely. So. Uh... As of now, I mean, we have seen a couple of interesting models, right, around what you said in the village, uh, in the rural area specifically. Uh, let's say, for example, you might have heard of Link Stores. I think uh, they were also looking to do something similar in the rural areas, and as well as there is a company called Hesa Global, which is also doing something similar, enabling social entrepreneurs in uh, rural India to sell insurances and financial services product. So, what which product as of now uh, at this point of awareness of insurance in rural areas is do you think is picking up a bit more? It's gaining popularity after let's say the COVID piece. Uh, no, I, I was asking whether you want to go for that. <laughs> okay. No, definitely. I mean, right now, a lot of use cases are around health, right? So, and health is quite interesting because our rural market uh, has a subsidy program. Uh, which is uh, you know government backed um, you know pradhan mantri bima yojana and uh, sort of uh, you know there is on the crop side and then there is on the health side as well uh, with uh, you know uh, and then for covid uh, particularly there was some some products that are introduced by the by the government but and these are subsidized products right so um, you know what ends up happening with subsidized products is uh, implementation while underwriting can be more straightforward and backed by subsidized uh, you know uh, capabilities uh, that brings down the overall pricing of the product by itself the experience of you know uh, being able to distribute the product managing that product as well as you know claiming uh, from a customer experience perspective because of the scale involved is uh, is uh, can can be quite massive uh, so uh, there has been a fair amount of private insurance interest in rural markets as it relates to health insurance as well. Um, outside of that, you know, the mandatory products like two-wheeler and sort of anything that covers uh, things like, um, uh, you know, uh, farm farming equipment, tractors, so on and so forth. Uh, that has obviously uh, is, a, is a mandated thing. Uh, crop insurance, again, while it is uh, heavily subsidized, uh, is an interesting area of innovation overall, um, uh, and uh, you know, at the, at the end of the day, uh, life insurance as well, right? So, uh, people, you know, a, lot, a fair amount of uh, consumers still think to think that life insurance is actually an investment product, as against uh, you know, um, an insurance risk for product, right? So. Um, that uh, that you know on the on the back of some you know on the pandemic and whatnot the, the awareness is growing of uh, um, you know what kind of risks do you kind of protect with the right kind of 
insurance product so um, it's uh, it's it's sort of at the end of the day the, you know uh, a lot of insurance is actually concentrated in urban areas in terms of penetration and there is a long tail that is yet to be discovered and protected appropriately outside of the subsidy programs in, in our rural markets uh, but uh, the good news is uh, digitization is driving that um so a lot of players uh, that we were talking to both on the distribution side as well as the underwriting side who were talking about digital uh, two are now talking digital first or digital only right so which enables us to move very quickly uh when you have tech as your backbone got it um asif anything that you want to add uh no not at not to that point okay a uh, interesting question came up in my mind shiraj when you were talking about automating the insurance value chain end to end uh, so out of the entire value chain starting from let's say uh, onboarding a customer to claim settlement which of this journeys has been the least automated as of now uh, from what you have seen yeah so there is uh, i'll have asif expand on it and he's 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 like the will be the, the the right person to kind of share more deeper insights mm-hmm. at a very macro superficial level uh, just think about your own purchase experience right chances are that if you want an insurance product you'll be able to buy it somewhere you might not i mean chances are that you'll be able to download that you know policy you know you have a digital copy of it and all of that yeah claims extremely non digitized right you still have to call your carrier you still have or sort of you know go through a, a tpa if it's on the health side and there's a fair amount of back and forth that happens so uh, claims is a is an area of uh, there there is uh, you know big gap as far as digitization is concerned and our journeys there are just beginning if you ask us uh, as an industry and a space uh, and is a long way for us all to go and it is a key area of growth of for uh, for discovery as well in terms of uh, digitizing that space and uh, the beauty of it is that for us uh, thanks to the the early inroads that we made in terms of the designing of the overall technology architecture by asif and what not we thought about everything from an api first perspective everything is and why should be an api right so whether it is by managed uh, claim whether it is assisted diy or embedded uh, whether it is a life or a non life product whether it is and you know any of the life, you know insurance companies at the end of, end of the day let's design everything with an api first mindset right that helped us kind of put the right kind of build the right kind of rails uh, and the right kind of use cases uh for the right kind of consumer segments so uh you know that is sort of the overall sort of the, the macro side of it uh asif can help go a little deeper on that uh yeah uh, undoubtedly claims is the one that is like the least uh, uh digitized right i mean the apis are pretty much not available anywhere right uh but like chiran said when we started this like we have uh, and besides that the claims also at some point in time the Uh, industry has to open up uh, to that as well right so nobody can uh, stop uh, that progression so uh, we actually have built uh, a claim intimation process like that that's how much we could uh, do at this point in time right since they since this is not backed by the insurer directly but uh, there are channels that insurance companies open up to do offline claims so what we did is like we created uh, apis and layer on top of this so uh, we uh, take uh, may take the information uh, and like automate all the uh, most of it because we have the customer information with us like if they have purchased it through us and then uh, send it to the insurance channels for them to take it forward but from there it is still completely 
completely an offline uh, process, right? So we have even built a WhatsApp-based uh, claims experience. If you have purchased a policy from uh, through some of the discovery channels, right? So you uh, can go into WhatsApp, send a message to a particular number, and then initiate a claim process on some of this. Uh, 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 policies that you have brought in. So, the, uh, so the claims by far has been uh, the uh, least uh, API or uh, the digitized process. And uh, on the purchase side, uh, there are some broken journeys still now. I mean, but that is getting plugged uh, very uh, quickly mm -hmm. now. So uh, there are things like, um, for example, if you have a car and the insurance is already expired right that needs to go through an inspection right so the uh, so that some of that still happens uh, through an offline like some agent comes and visits and all those things but there are like lo lots of experimentation happening like through some mobile application taking some photographs on it so that is very quickly getting bridged uh, so uh, those uh, gaps i'm sure like that won't be there in a year or two from now but the claims claim seems to be a challenge, but I'm sure they slowly will get there as well. Sure, I think that makes a lot of sense. Over to you, Sagarika. Yeah, thanks, Asta. Uh, so while Charanth was mentioning about uh, health insurance, um, just have a quick question for you. Just last week, uh, we bought a health insurance for the company. So what we did was, uh, Abhishant asked us to kind of uh, see Kansa health insurance suits you and buy that, right? Uh, I have one colleague of mine that's exactly of my age and uh, we are buying the same health insurance, paying the same premium. The very next day we went for a trek. Uh, he was able to climb mountain 10 minutes earlier than me which kind of uh, you know conveys the fitness level that he has uh, is, is a little bit more than me so wanted to understand um, very interesting part of the uh, insurance industry is um, the personalization of um, you know insurance so uh, could you throw more light about um, how how personalized insurance is yeah, so far and um, kind of what is discovery doing to make it work? For day zero, right? I think in terms of uh, both uh, where the industry can go uh, in terms of uh, depersonalization of uh, risk products uh, like insurance, uh, which by definition uh, need to have, uh, you know, um, be super personalized because as you mentioned, uh, risk factors of two different individuals or two different businesses or two different sort of you know corporates or you know any of those are, are not the same they are fundamentally different um, uh, we are all unique in, in that sense um, so the risk uh, uh, if the risks are different the mitigation service for that from a financial overhead perspective like insurance should also be different which means that they, ha they have to typically tend to be different pricing right uh, and different coverages different explosions, different inclusions, all of that, which are particularly suited for the risks of the, uh, you know, other insured, right? Uh, or the to be insured in this particular case. So uh, there is, I mean, it's a no brainer that the industry needs to go into that depersonalization uh, space. And we are very, very, very early to be able to kind of do that. Still a lot of products that are actually sold right now are products that are fairly you know, standard products, uh, so which are you know um, do not are not priced uh, by risk, uh, but uh, it's getting. I mean, it's a no-brainer, and it is going to get there. The question is when, if not if, 
and the question also is uh, to what degree like you know there is uh, it's not required that a personalization affect every part of the you know the product universe uh, right because uh, for a very small uh, risks uh, right um, so uh, for say uh, someone purchasing say a, a consumer durable white white good product uh, and uh, say there is it is uh, it's credit uh, it's you on the back of credit and there is uh, you know typically most or uh, most credit is actually linked with certain insurance as well uh, does that need deep uh, sort of uh, variation in terms of uh, risk characteristics to cover the loan not the person uh, itself uh, maybe maybe not it depends on sort of the the, the appetite uh, of the uh, uh the you know the the risk underwriter to the distributor to the consumers so on and so forth the question could be maybe but you know the point larger point being that personalization is not the answer for every every insurance product out there right uh, there are some that are are definitely need to be there are, and are not some sort of are you know are getting there faster than others and some that are unlikely to kind of get ever get there because it doesn't make sense from a economics perspective given the characteristics of the, the claims process and the amount of you know the claims and the loss ratios related to those products may not make sense for an underwriter to actually segment it into multiple things and underwrite it with with sort of expensive you know expensive actuarial processes right so um i mean that is the overall sort of the macro uh, side of it um, so you know i don't know if asif you had any thoughts there uh, to add uh no no i think at the moment thanks uh just one uh, while we talk about personalization um what's the whole purpose of personalizing insurance apart from the difference in premium payment etc are, are the as from a customer point of view do they relate more to such products or uh i think uh, no the you know it ties back to your earlier question as well of the uh, the, the why uh the why is very clearly because uh, the risk factors are different by uh, for you know um, just we're going to take very simple use cases uh for instance uh, say two people traveling on say um, you know a flight right so one could have a predisposition to multiple diseases that could be potentially triggered while on the flight versus one very healthy person that may not have anything to do with it but they are priced exactly the same right their trip insurance price exactly same just give an example uh, more and more so personalization on the health side because as you mentioned two people's fitness levels may not be the same so um, the uh, that the why for it is very clear the so what of it is that when you write price uh, the risk um, uh, you know it it helps uh, in terms of uh, you know better underwriting uh, which means that you know uh, more uh, i mean the entire underwriting sort of model works much better much more predictable much more scalable on the back of uh, you know uh, more uh, you know covering the right kind of risks for the right kind of people right at the right kind of price points so uh that equation works out much better from a uh, you know uh, insurance underwriting perspective which means that you know there is more predictability in terms of overall growth of the insurance uh, um, you know uh, supply side or the manufacturing side uh, by basis of 
uh, you know better underwriting principles right being used to uh, to qualify risks in the first place so the so what of it is that it helps insurers to kind of uh, uh, underwrite better the risks better it helps uh, the distribution fraternity to uh, be able to uh, enable the right or sell the right kind of products to the right kind of people at the right kind of price points it helps the consumers to kind of you know from from a perspective of you know um, feeling a sense of uh ownership against those risks which are uniquely being uh you know priced out for me right why should i be paying you know if i'm a, if i'm i'm healthy there shouldn't be a reason for me to pay the same kind of a health uh, you know insurance cover that uh, I'm, I'm someone who's unhealthy to me so i'm likely to buy an insurance product if it is right priced for me uh, for my kind of risks uh as against uh something that is little more standardized so it's a win 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 across the board and that's what we think is the so what of uh, personalization because um, you know at the end of the day this has been done in in sort of other spaces of financial services uh you know especially lending and all of that where uh multiple sort of factors go into the to determining the right score right and everybody's score is different basis sort of our own histories and what not um and that is one data point that goes into that overall process uh you know uh, why should insurance be any different understood uh charan very interestingly you talked about credit score um what do you think about insurance score as as a as an indicator of uh why people are taking the loan or something yeah so uh, it's an actual it's a great uh, question like you know why isn't there an insurance bureau right uh, which um, you know the the credit bureau is more about uh, getting a a score uh, or you know um, basically standardizing um, the the aspect of uh, credit scoring a, a person or an entity against a particular use case uh on the credit side which is fundamentally something that everyone can subscribe to right it is a you know the the, the bureau kind of has uh, does not differentiate uh, or does not discriminate from that perspective right so why isn't there something like that on the on the insurance side uh i think the fundamental reason is that you know there is no need for it to be right now um you know outside of uh insurance companies uh, being able to uh detect things like fraud and those kind of use cases right so uh, uh you know those are sort of what we hear more than 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 sort of anything else uh, but uh, you know we think that there could be uh, you know we could essentially help build that out right with the help of the ecosystem and sort of we are making some early inroads there as well because uh you know thanks to the the pipes that asif uh, and team have engineered uh, right now we are seeing more than almost 100 1000 api calls uh, happening on our platform on everyday basis there's an enormous amount of data flowing through right uh, that's all rows right uh, so you can pick the right kind of columns and sort of say potentially those columns at scale can become the bureau itself right um so um, you know for, for different use cases right so one one will be for for say fraud management one will could be from a selling perspective one could be from a sort of you know risk pricing perspective there could be multiple use cases but um, i think there was there there's a reason why it has not been there because at this point in time it is not as important to solve relative to other things that are happening right now in the insurance world um asif anything to add Okay. so not exactly uh, like a credit score but something more relevant uh, to insurance 
uh, at a at a in customer level would be like uh, the right amount of insurance right everybody uh, required to have certain level of insurance to cover uh, the kind of risks that uh, uh, they have right and you know, so we typically call this like over insure uh, over insuring under insuring stuff like that right? so like as a, as a person uh, have you covered uh, enough of your risks there are risks that can be covered there are risks that cannot be covered right out of the risks that can be covered have you covered enough Right. So uh, it's a very interesting question. So we could we could even have like a, a, that uh, as a general metrics, saying that like how if you are underinsured, how far you are underinsured? Are you like at eighty percent, at sixty percent, or if you are over, are you like at two hundred percent? Right. So those I think like that becomes very interesting uh, for us also. Sounds good. Also, a question to use uh, about. sorry a question to you about something that i have been very uh, fascinated yet scared about is uh, what are your concerns about the data security part when it comes to hyper personalization of insurance products uh, so the data uh, so the way uh, this uh, algorithms uh, typically works uh, it's on an anonymized way right so they uh, we uh, whenever we do uh, analysis of the data from a data science perspective we don't uh, expose the uh, pii right which is the personally personally identifiable information which can connect you back and that is not very relevant or required it's uh, mostly work at a demographic level right or, or a behavioral level which uh, not need not be connected so uh, always like uh, the highest uh, standard and uh, care is taken about the data that we capture at our platform level right so we never let it out and expose so and uh, this models uh, are, are created like a certain anonymized data and after that we don't require that data anymore i mean then the algorithm get triggered on some of the parameters that it creates based on the data analysis that has happened and then it works directly on you so uh, the data privacy is not i mean uh, I, I, it's a concern but it has been taken care well uh, by uh, taking enough care of like the way we store the data right uh, it is completely encrypted you're not able to uh, anybody won't be able to see that and then when we analyze it like we don't uh, take the whole data out we only take the relevant part of the data which is also not able to connect back to a particular person understood so um just to elaborate the question more i think i was uh, kind of in the direction of so uh, say health insurance uh, with if you personalize health insurance you will be taking a lot of my data to to be able to shape that up right so um, i i was kind of in direction of that uh, what's what's the data um, security concerns out there uh, just to add to that answer from so sorry uh when a uh, specifically uh, one specific company comes to my mind i don't remember the name but uh, last year in singapore fintech festival there was a company that was selling watches fitness watches that would uh, you know essentially automatically adjust your insurance premium depending on how often are you working how much are you working what is your water intake what is your other vitals and all of that so in such cases when it the what is the your personally sensitive personally identifiable information has an impact on your premium how how essentially it is still made to be you know completely uh, data secure and it is not i mean it is detached from your identity how it is done that's a, that's a great in fact that particular company had uh, kind of partnered with food delivery services to see what are you exactly eating so yeah continue asif 
yeah so that's a great example and uh, there are obviously there are thin lines uh, which uh, cannot be crossed uh, like when we do things like this right but the the overall uh, approach the or the right approach uh, to take here and that's what we have been taking at discovery as well is to um, uh, not cross that particular line right and then keeping that completely anonymized so even this example if you take your heartbeat uh, how is it happening how are we working out and uh, all of this data can be analyzed uh, completely detaching you as a person from this right i mean your uh, identity need not be compromised when we analyze this data right this can be stored even uh, while we store it right this can be stored in an anonymous fashion need not be like stored against a particular person so those those kind of cares are taken any in any uh, uh, system that uh, that is very serious about uh, uh, like personal information right uh, i cannot comment about that company that uh, uh, you spoke about uh, but uh, that's what we would do that's what we have been doing uh, to keep the person and that as a whenever there is a sensitive data being used for uh, recommendations and personalizations and things like that ट्रांसैक्शन uh by regulation we are expected to keep uh, your information right because uh, the policy is provided to you and then there are certain information but that we have to keep for to serve this and uh, the, uh, the system that does the depersonalization and analysis is typically kept separate and the data exchange between these systems is always anonymized there is, there is no personal information even getting transferred to that side right like the representative data is getting transferred Okay, fair enough. Over to you, Sandeep. Yeah, so I couldn't help but notice that uh, I think both of uh, both Charanth and Asif uh, said that API is the heart of insurance. Uh, related things to, about API uh, multiple times during our one-hour podcast. Uh, just one very basic, quick question: that uh, what do you think about the traditional insurance players? Are they just on? uh like in the future are they just something that's on the back end while the front end uh the new fintech companies uh, your thoughts on that um i don't think it is like future to be honest and that's uh, has been happening uh, even as we speak right uh so the the modern way of distribution uh, heavily i mean the distribution platforms are playing a role of connecting to the end customer and uh, the insurance companies who actually mm-hmm. provide that particular product are uh, becoming a source right a source for this uh, modern platforms to uh, distribute particular uh, products so uh, uh, that i am sure like that is only going in a upward trajectory right the uh, the the very nature of uh, for some of this insurance companies the very legacy nature of that it doesn't allow them to move it but uh, now they are creating the apis uh, to basically expose their platforms right so on top of that the distribution platforms uh, using this uh, better and better uh, of distribution and enabling this right this uh, i mean be it embedded be it like uh, like the pos uh, 
kind of a journey or direct compare and buy stuff like a, a, any of that right so uh, now the insurance companies are not required to uh, spend the kind of effort to build that the whole ecosystem right they only need to expose and focus yeah. on creating the right products even there like we are helping them to mm. the data and the experience that we get and then uh, passing it back but they their focus uh, more and more going forward would be like creating the right products and the distribution would be primarily uh, spearheaded by the distribution platform so that's how we are looking at chiran if you want to add something no very very complimentary thoughts right see um, insurance is a push based service which means that there is a heavy reliance on the intermediary side or the distribution side to actually take products to market um, right now also only i think 30% or so is direct uh, distribution which means that um, you know uh, there is almost uh you know 70% uh, or so uh, happens via intermediaries right so uh and uh, because it is a push based kind of a service so that will sort of only uh, get more sort of uh you know uh, continue that those kind of trends uh, in our view only question is sort of you know it used to be very concentrated and now it will get sort of decentralized with sort of technology coming in right so and uh, again there will be sort of more players that will get concentrated on the back of technology and sort of uh, you know with with uh, because there tends to be um, you know from a distribution perspective as well with an intermediary approach uh, winners typically tend to grab most of the market share and all of those those perspectives um, so we are slot slightly decoupled from that as an infrastructure player right so we are not really direct to market uh we don't really work with any one particular insurance company we work with myriad of insurance companies right now itself close to 30 insurance companies that we kind of work with mm-hmm. uh and uh, so from our perspective that kind of risks don't come it actually plays well to our strategy but uh, overall sort of you if you think about it we have a very firm firm view of the world where we think that insurance should be just as ubiquitous as payments right uh, there is a risk everywhere right uh, and uh, nobody can predict the future and uh, it's just about being able to uh, there are few risks that you will want to cover few risks that you will be okay living with right but for those that you want to cover as a consumer you should be able to do that anywhere you want to that's the future that we believe in um, and uh, we think that sort of by enabling insurance anywhere uh, uh, you know that is one way to kind of do that on the back of uh, apiization um so you know just to kind of very complimentary thought to ask if i guess but said in different words thanks chiran thanks asif i think that was a wonderful uh, podcast we can wrap it up and um you know i i think i came across discovery uh, two years back uh, in 2019 that was my initial uh, step into fintech world and uh, i think i had to hear your you pitching but i tried to be able to understand your model completely but then mm-hmm. you guys are doing an amazing job uh, kudos to you and uh, i i hope we get a better insured india thank you thank you great thanks a lot chiran thank you asif for your time i think uh, we really captured the essence of what essentially the future of insurance will look like <laughs> with the apification and all the aggregation that we have been doing so looking forward to you know hearing from you guys and uh, looking forward to great things from you guys thank you so much for your time